making it rain is the best in the game. You're witnessing the future of the Hall of Fame. It's prime time. NBA Saturday Primetime begins January 20th on ABC, presented by YouTube TV. I'm Eric Carabell, and the latest fantasy-focused baseball podcast, the awesome Tristan Cockrocks, and I discuss the offseason moves that have and have not happened. Tristan's top overall picks, Miguel Cabrera not among them, plus your many great hash browns. Ranked fifth in the nation and undefeated in the Big Ten. Purdue heads to Minnesota to face the Golden Gophers Saturday morning at 11.30 Eastern on ESPN Radio and on ESPN2. Welcome back to Spain and Fitz on ESPN Radio, the ESPN app, and Sirius XM Channel 80. Sarah Spain and Jason Fitz with you tonight. Going to do Broadly Speaking next hour, so get your questions ready for me, the lady of ESPN, which (laughs) many of you will find funny. I'm a lady. Um, Never done. There's a couple of funny stories that are coming up. One of them is not meant to be funny, but I find it laughable. So Tanya Harding has been making the rounds. She was at the Golden Globes because of her movie, I, Tanya. Margot Robbie, I believe, invited her as her date, or somehow she was invited. And Christine Brennan has been, the OG Christine Brennan, has been sort of on the case of... Yes, there are deeper and more interesting issues at play when it comes to the Tanya Harding-Nancy Kerrigan incident. There are conversations to be had about how Tanya Harding was not treated the same as other skaters because of her economic background, because of her looks, everything else. But that she is milking this victimhood side of things, even though she was on the side of wanting to kneecap her opponent and ruin her Olympic dreams. And at one point, there were even discussions about killing Nancy Kerrigan. Mm. That didn't come up in the movie, conveniently. But Christine Brennan alerts us to this uh, announcement from Tanya Harding's loyal agent and publicist, Michael Rosenberg, who resigned today. And this is what he said. I, Tanya, is now goodbye, Tanya. Unfortunately, we reached an impasse today regarding how to treat the press in the future. Her adamant and final position is that reporters must sign an affidavit stating that they won't ask her anything about the past or they'll be fined $25,000. Obviously, it doesn't work that way. Therefore, I've chosen to terminate her business relationship, blah, blah, blah. Okay. This is probably a result of her interview with Pierce, uh, Pierce Morgan, where he wanted to talk to her about the incident, of course, because that's the only reason anyone wants to talk to her. And she said she wanted to only talk about the movie and things going forward. There's a, a total lack of awareness here. And I think that it happens. I've always said uh, around the entertainment business, particularly, it's my experience that for many people, not all, but many people, the more famous they get, the less common sense they have. There's like a lady justice balance somewhere, and the more fame that comes in, the more it just seems to to evaporate common sense. So this is one of those moments where you're suddenly thinking that 
Tanya Harding has forgotten that no one really cares about her future. The only reason anyone <laughs> wants to talk to her is about whatever happened in the past. I mean, right. what the publicist is looking at, and this is one of those like publicist 101 things, right? He's being judged based on how many interviews he can get her. So the minute the publicist calls his client and says, by the way, I told them all we only want to look forward and nobody wants to talk to you. He's going to get fired anyway. So there's this point where you just sort of throw your hands up and say, fine, nobody's going to want to talk about the compelling future of Tanya Harding. I mean, do any of us really care what happens to Tanya from here? Right. Maybe they do. Maybe people are interested in what happened to her since then and what's going to go on in the future. But that has to come from a place of honesty and acknowledgement and accountability for what happened before and why we're still talking about you. I, I don't know if I agree. And, and you would have more experience with the famous people who lose perspective than I would. But I don't know if I agree that that's always the case. What I do think happens is that there are a lot of people who gain notoriety because of something and then don't want to acknowledge it anymore once they feel like they can leave it behind. Well, right? And sometimes that's people who become really famous for one role and then you're going to interview them and someone's like, oh, by the way, they really don't like to talk about that. And you're like, that's the only reason I know who they are. That's why I want to talk to them. It's like- Not because that they're in some like Lifetime movie next week. You know what I mean? <laughs> and so that's that can be hard and you understand where they're coming from, right? That's my past. I want to move on. But in the case of her, the movie is about the past. We're talking to her because of that. What what doesn't she get about that? Well, and it's, even to what you're saying, and you're right, I think what happens is people get tired of telling the same story. One mm-hmm. of the most maddening things about, uh, like, when you do the, the radio road type things is in country music, I can, I can speak to that for, for many acts, is you're going in and you're doing the same interview over and over and over mm-hmm. again. Now you multiply that. By 10 years. And, and I played years ago for a guy that always said, never record a song you don't love because you don't know what the label is going to pick as a single and you might have to play it the rest of your life. And, and there's some truth to that. Like you, you, you end up stuck in a narrative you're tired of telling. That doesn't change the fact, though, that in order to tell the story of what comes next, you have to at least acknowledge the piece right. of the past that people right. want to hear about. Well, I want to talk to maybe Christine Brennan next week. I'd like to see the movie first so that we have a base to talk about. Oh, you come to Bristol on. and we could see it together? Movie yeah, buddies? Yeah, movie night. Plain Either build? that or we could just like plan to go to movies that are ha- happening at the same time in different cities. That's amazing. That would be totes amaze. Which brings me to my next topic, actual reality versus virtual reality. We would not literally, realistically be watching together, but we kind of would be. Uh, but if we watch the movie, I want to then have Christine Brennan on because she's kind of following along with Tanya's attempt to be the victim in all of this which is insane, but I'd like to see the move. Eight rebounds per ball game for head coach Alyssa Willicott and the assistant coaches, Kerry Pisoski and Jocelyn Grable. And again, for Elm Creek, the head coach is Mike Ford, the assistant coach. Games. Uh, there's a and Camden Harden. And again, this is our starting lineup brought to you by Five Points Bank, the better bank in Kearney. We'll step away for a moment when we come back. We'll be wrapping up our New Tech Seed pregame show here from Axtell when we return right after this. This broadcast is made possible in part by Rusty's Fertilizer in Elm Creek, a proud sponsor of all area athletes. Rusty's Fertilizer is the only place you need to go to get all the fertilizers you need to keep your farm growing year after year. Rusty's has been your fertilizer experts in Elm Creek for generations, and they're up to date on all the chemicals and fertilizers, so trust the experts at Rusty's Fertilizer in Elm Creek. The first bank and trust in Minden. Relationship banking is what they do. Stop in and talk with the professionals about your business, personal, and ag banking needs. Enjoy the small town touch with everything you need from a bank. 
Minden's First Bank and Trust is a leader in mobile banking with state-of-the-art remote deposit right from your smartphone. Keeping up with technology to make your banking easier. Minden's First Bank and Trust. What you'd expect from a friend. Member FDIC. Good luck, athletes. This sports broadcast is proudly brought to you in part by Foster Family Foods in Elm Creek. Foster's is your full-service grocery store. Shop Foster's Family Foods for the finest meats, freshest produce, and every week there are great savings and specials. Fast, friendly, hometown, personal service. At Foster's Family Foods in Elm Creek, your satisfaction is always our number one goal. Foster's Family Foods, the little store that's big on you. Best of luck to all the area athletes. And welcome back here to Axtell. The hometown Wildcats being introduced at the moment. They're, of course, in their home white uniforms as Wildcats across the front with the uh, purple numbers, letters, and trim. And Elm Creek in their dark blue uniforms with gold numbers, letters, uh, white letters, and gold trim. We'll be back with a tip right after this. Miller Body Shop in Minden is your collision specialist. They offer paintless dent repair, great for hail dance or door dings, auto glass replacement, a Unicure spray baking boot that simulates factory paint for a quicker dry time and better quality finish. Miller Body Shop in Minden provides all the best products and trained professionals to get your vehicle back on the road and looking as good as it did before. Miller Body Shop is a proud supporter of high school sports. The officers and staff of First Tier Bank take pride in providing professional banking services with several convenient locations in Elm Creek, Kearney, and Holdridge. First Tier Bank offers a full line of banking and financial services, including checking and savings accounts, loans, investment, and insurance services, and the online banking services offered at First Tier, including online bill pay. First Tier Bank, Kearney, Elm Creek, and Holdridge, an equal housing lender. Member FDIC. If you're a grower looking for big yield, start with Pioneer brand Y-Series soybeans. And don't forget to ask your Pioneer sales professional about the Pioneer premium seed treatment options that can help your soybeans stand up to the toughest growing conditions. Why go anywhere else for your entire soybean seed needs? To learn more about your seed treatment options for your farm, contact Tom or Jamie Madsen of Madsen Seed in Minden, your local Pioneer sales representative today. Pioneer, science with service, delivering success. You've been listening to the New Tech Seed pregame show, proudly brought to you by Terry and Jason Stark of New Tech Seed. New Tech, your yield leader. Contact a New Tech Seed dealer near you for all your seed needs. Proud to support area athletes, coaches, and teams in and out of the game. Terry and Jason Stark of Cutting Edge Seed and Chemical. Jumping here for Elm Creek will be Cornell. And for the uh, Wildcats, doing the honors here is going to be official. And the tip is in the air. A second battle for the ball. It's actually going to be a hell ball. It's a jump ball. No one has control over it, so they're going to jump it again. And I think this time they jump it between the – no, they go back to the original jumpers. All right, so back. We'll just have a redo here. We played four seconds. Still haven't figured out the tip as it was tied up. And this time it's going to go off of Elm Creek and out of bounds, so it will be Axdale basketball to get things started here. So Axdell with first possession. And they're going to face some early pressure here. They get it in the backcourt for Kaylee Trampy. Trampy's going to be picked up there man-to-man by Hallowell. Back left side. And just like that, Axdell turns the ball over. Axdell will then make a long... Uh, uh, 
they stepped in and made the steal. So he swapped turnovers here as Fischel down low made the play. And her pass is going to go through one player's hands. Back inside. They'll throw it inside here for Nicole Cedarberg. And Cedarberg gets the bucket. Went for the steal on that pass. When they didn't get it, Cedarberg was in great shape. Full court pressure here by the Wildcats. Cornell will bring in the offensive end and work around here on the right side. Driving here is Geringer. Geringer shot going to be partially blocked. And the rebound going to be taken out here by Fischel. So Fischel will pull down the defensive board after the miss. And I think part of that block there went to Trampy. In any event, it was kind of a hell ball, and they threw it off the glass really hard. A little penetration here for Axtell. They'll throw it down on the baseline for Nickel. Nickel's going to drive. Shot's going to be short, and it's going to be saved into the hands of Nickel. Nickel will drive. She'll miss that shot as it was swatted away. But another offensive board here, this time by Bertrand, and they're going to shoot the three. That's going to be off the mark and down low. There is a battle for it, and it's going to go off the hands of Cedarberg and out of bounds. So Elm Creek survives what was a pretty good-looking uh, three-point opportunity there. And now Elm Creek facing full-court pressure, and Axdell knocks the ball loose. Can Trampy track it down? No, she can't. She knocked it away. Actually went off her feet, but it wasn't a kick. Tried to track it down, running really from uh, the, the uh, very top of the offensive end all the way down to the baseline, and she couldn't track it down. So Elm Creek will inbound. Cornell has it, and we'll throw it here on the right side. For Geringer. Geringer will kick it now out here for Cornell. Cornell's going to shoot the three. That's going to be no good. Rebound is on the ground. That's going to end up being a hell ball. And it's belonging here to Elm Creek. So that'll be a team rebound here for Elm Creek. And we'll move the possession arrow over to Axtell as the Buffaloes inbound on the baseline. Trailing it here 2 nothing, And they're going to shoot the three on the inbounds. Bowers' three is going to be no good. Geringer is going to pull down the, uh, the offensive rebound after the miss, and they're going to put up another three as they work it around. Cornell can't get it, but the rebound in underneath. Cornell is able to track it down, and she's able to put up the miss, and we're going to have a quick timeout here by Axtell. So each team with a, a, a bucket here. With uh, two minutes gone, it's 2-2, two to two, and a 30-second timeout t- being taken here by Axtell. We'll return to Axtell right after this. Scandinavian Mutual Insurance Company of Axtell is a proud supporter of high school sports. See Scandinavian Mutual today to see how they can get you the best rates for property and personal liability insurance. They have been providing insurance solutions to their customers in South Central Nebraska since 1885. They are now also writing auto insurance policies through AAA. Contact the professionals at Scandinavian Mutual Insurance Company in Axtell today. Toll free at 800-874-9443. That's 800-874-9443. 9443. Well, a quick timeout being taken here for Axdell. And uh, we're finding out that uh, Nicole Cedarberg is a little distressed right now. I think she's got a little, maybe a floor burn on that shoulder, but they're attending to her. Anyway, ball worked around the corner here. There's Fischel. Fischel, her entry pass is going to be knocked away. So Axdell turns it over. And they do a good job of shutting down the attack here for Elm Creek after they came up with it. Hallowell had to slow down to bring it up court. And now Areda helps work around the perimeter. Right wing with the basketball is going to be Geringer. And they'll get it out here to Cornell. She begins to drive. And on the way through the lane, she's going to be fouled here. And that'll be on Fischel. That'll be her first. That's the first of the game on either team. 
And a great inbounds play driving through there with the basketball is going to be Cornell. Cornell with a great cut. Came off of a high screen, top of the key, and came through the lane free. And she goes with a steal, doesn't come up with it. And so Axdell will throw it inside. They lose it, and then diving back in there to get the ball back is Trampy, and Trampy will tie it up. Checking in here is going to be Paige Kirby for the Wildcats. The possession arrow is pointing to Axdell, so they'll inbound on the baseline. Great hustle there to dive on that basketball and save the possession. The inbound to Kirby. She'll drive the baseline, kick it back out. Three-pointer is going to be a, a little bit long here for Axtell in that corner, and rebounding it is going to be Cornell. Cornell with the defensive board, throws it up ahead, and now she's in the offensive end asking for the ball, and it goes off of her hands, I believe. No, it was going to be knocked away there by Kaylee Trampy. Trampy and Kirby double-teamed the basketball there and nearly forced the turnover. It still belongs to Elm Creek, though. Bauer has it. Shut off on the high post. Throws it down low. Goes off the legs of Hallowell. Hallowell tracks it down. Will drive. Elevate. It bounces on the rim. No good. Offensive board here by Bauer. And the ball is going to be rebounded by Axdell. And we're going to have a little hold called here on uh, Madison Hallowell. That is going to be her first. Aaron passed, but Axtell got a little lucky there. Tracking it down is Paige Kirby. Kirby will take it in the lane. Back in, spin, has her shot blocked and rebounded by Cornell. Cornell throws ahead to Geringer. Geringer has her shot blocked out of bounds. Camille Fischel running the floor. So quick inbounds here for Elm Creek. They lead it 4-2 with 4.18 to go here in a very energetic first quarter. And the pass down that left sideline is going to go out of bounds. Allison Bauer, it was just at the end of her fingertips. She was able to knock it down, but when she knocked it down, it was on the sideline. So the pass was a little bit errant on the inbounds. And Trampy will face pressure. Put there by Whitney Bauer, and Bauer forces the turnover. Too much height there as they were trying to throw the ball on the left wing. So Axdell's going to turn it over. So both teams swap turnovers here. And we're nearing the midway point of the first quarter. Long pass to Cornell into the backcourt from that sideline. And she'll bring it up ahead. She gets it out here for Bauer. Bauer throws in the corner. Open for three is Bauer. That's Whitney. Whitney's three is no good. And Cornell will track down the rebound. She'll work around the perimeter. And again, they get it out to Whitney Bauer. And this time, she strokes it in. Whitney Bauer with the ball kicked to her by Cornell. Drains the three-pointer. And Elm Creek has a five-point lead at 7-2. to 7-0 run here for Elm Creek. Pass in the lane, driving up there hard is going to be Kirby. And now Kirby will step to the line as she was hit on the body. That'll be a foul on Bauer, her first. And now the second as a team here on Elm Creek. So the free throw is up and no good here for Paige Kirby. Kirby, about a 51% free throw shooter. Second free throw off a heel. That's going to be no good. And rebound is taken out by Elm Creek. Snagging the board there for the Lady Buffaloes was Haley Stone. Her first rebound of the game. They throw it up ahead here. Stepping through and putting up the shot is Bauer. Allison Bauer's shot's going to be no good. And rebound taken out by Paige Kirby. So Kirby pulls down the defensive board. And they'll throw it up ahead for Callen. 
Caitlin Callen with a great pass down low. Threading the needle, she got it to Emmy Nickel, and Nickel gets the bucket. Great pass there by Callen. So here's Cornell. They don't shut her off. She was going to go to the basket, but she had a little trouble with the, with the uh, dribble, and her long cross-court pass was slapped away or right back to her. Good hands there defensively by Callen. Kick back to Cornell. She'll spin, fire the three, and hit the three. That's awfully tough to stop because you got to respect Claire Cornell and her driving ability. But she squares up, drains the three-pointer, and now the long pass up ahead here for Fischl. And Fischl had a little trouble getting going, so they're going to call her for a walk. And at 10-4 to 4 is our score with 2.42 to go. It'll be Elm Creek basketball. Paige Kirby, excuse me, uh, Whitney Bauer going to inbound it. Got it to Cornell. Back to Cornell as she gave it away, bringing it in the offensive end. Just a quick little flip and then trying to get that what was kind of a loose ball was Callen, and Callen is going to be called for the foul. That'll be her first. And in the middle of the Axtell bench, inbounding here is going to be Whitney Bauer. Bauer will give it to Allison Bauer. And Allison Bauer's pass is deflected, but Haley Stone's able to pick it up. They're going to reset the offense, giving it here to Areda. Areda gives it to Cornell. Cornell, a lot of contact. Got the bucket and foul. She caught it. Squared up, went up very strong, was hit on the elbow, and was still able to muscle that in. That was a great look there by Claire Cornell. Just very athletic, very astute with the basketball. The foul, by the way, is on Morgan Miller. That's her first, and the free throw is going to be good here for Cornell. So Cornell makes the end of the three-point play, and she now has 10 points in the ballgame. 13-4 to four is our score. The kick at top of the circle here for Callen. Callen's going to give it left wing for Paige Kirby. Kirby drives all the way down the baseline, and before the shot, she's going to be fouled. And they actually have a couple of different players they can give that to, and I think they gave it to Stone. Yep, that's going to be Haley Stone. That's going to be her first foul of the game. Yep, <laughs> there you go. They had to reset the clock. It said 45. Had four fouls. Nope, she hasn't been in there that long, that's for sure. Driving through on the uh, inbounds is going to be Kirby, and Kirby's going to get fouled. She attacked the basket, got right there on that wing, stepped through the lane, went up strong, and she's going to be fouled by Stone. So she picks up, Stone picks up two quick fouls here. The free throw is going to be no good. So Kirby misses that one. As I said earlier, 51% free throw shooter. She averages nine points per ball game. Doesn't start, but she averages about nine. Free throw is going to be no good. And Axdell was able to pull down the board. Great work there, pulling down the rebound. And they'll get it out here for Kirby. She's going to fire the three. That will be no good. Long rebound taken out here by Erica Bertrand. And they're going to throw it inside. And coming out of there with it is going to be Cornell. So Cornell... Comes up with it. Pass down low. They're trying to get it back inside to Cornell as they're down there quickly. There's going to be a foul. And Cornell will help up Erica Betrand. And I thought they called the foul, but they're going to say that Bertrand was out of bounds when she made contact with the ball. And the pass is deflected. Nope, not deflected. So it's going to be Axtell ball. I misinterpreted the signal there by the official. 
official got it absolutely right. I just misinterpreted what he was pointing at. Ball was inbounded here by Trampy. Trampy will give it now right wing here for Erica Bertrand. They're shutting her off. They're trying to keep her from coming up there. Whitney Bauer with good pressure. Gets it out here for Bertrand. Bertrand's long pass going to be stolen away. Here's Hallowell, who's going to stop from behind the arc. Now give left wing. Didn't have a real good path to the basket there. She'll give it to Whitney Bauer. And around the circle we go with it. Here's Geringer. Geringer gives it away. Three-pointer, top of the key. Going to draw just a little bit of iron. Saved inside. Great work there by Geringer. And Geringer will get it inside for Hallowell. And Hallowell will get the bucket. Great work there to pull down the miss and come up with it. They throw it on the high post. 50 seconds to go. Ball's going to be knocked down and bodies all over the place. And we're going to have a pushing foul called here on Geringer. That'll be her first. 49.5 to go here in the first quarter. 15-4, Elm Creek with an 11-point lead. And Axtell will inbound at the end of the Elm Creek bench. They get it to Trampy. Quick palm movement. Deflected pass, but Bertrand picks it up behind the arc. And then that bounce pass is going to be stolen away by Geringer. Geringer working against low pressure, still bringing it up. Kicks it back out to Cornell. Cornell gives it on the left wing here for Bauer. Bauer. Watches them back it up. A three-pointer on that outside, and Allison Bauer pulls down the rebound. And will hit the shot. Great work there by Allison Bauer. After the missed three-pointer by Cornell, Bauer goes in there for the board. And so she hits that and is also hit on the arm, and she'll put up a free throw, and it's going to be good here for Bauer. So a three-point play for her after the uh, foul. On Caitlin Callen. Pass across the lane on that left side. Going to be deflected. Coming up with it. Quick little jumper. No good. And rebounded here by Areda. Areda gets it out for Elm Creek. They're going to shoot the three in transition by Allison Bauer. Nine seconds left. Offensive board by Geringer. Around the perimeter. Geringer gives it to Cornell. Cornell's shot's going to be short. Another offensive board. That one won't fall. And finally, ending the possession for Axtell is Camille Fisher. She'll pull down the defensive rebound, but Elm Creek had three looks at it there, but they couldn't add on to an 18-4 lead. That's our score when we head to the second quarter right after this timeout. No matter where you are, even out in this cornfield, when you work with CHS, you're connected. Connected to global grain buyers and food companies. Connected to dependable energy at the pump, at home, and on the job. Connected to food ingredients tailored to your specific needs. Whether it's in energy, grains, or foods, you're connected. CHS, resources for enriching lives. Family Physical Therapy and Sports Center, getting you back into the game of life. With several locations in Kearney and surrounding areas. Ask your doctor how Family Physical Therapy can improve your quality of life. Family Physical Therapy and Sports Center. Excellence in Rehabilitation is a very proud supporter of all of our area athletes in and out of the game. Locations serving Kearney, Lexington, Minden, Ravana, and Wood River. And welcome back to the broadcast booth brought to you by Carney Towing and Repair. We're on the road here in Axtell bringing you a play-by-play and Carney Towing is on the road bringing your vehicle home. 
Don't get stranded on the side of the road from heavy-duty towing to roadside assistance. Call Carney Towing and Repair when you need us. We'll be there. Axtell with possession to start the second quarter. They're trailing it now 18-4. to They get it on the baseline, and they will work it back out here for Camille Fisher. Fisher will give it up for Callen. Callen's going to shoot the three-pointer. It's no good. Offensive board, and the bucket's going to be good by Fischel. So Fischel with the uh, offensive board, and that will get things started for Axtell. That allows them to put some full-court pressure on across the timeline. They bounce it to Hallowell. She'll bring it up. She works around the perimeter, gives it to Cornell, top of the circle. Lob pass in the lane. Great catch there by Allison Bauer. Bauer's going to drive. It rolls around. Good-looking shot. Won't fall, and coming up with it. Rolling on the ground is uh, going to be Morgan Miller. Miller had it and rolled over and then was able to outlet it. So Miller will pull down the defensive board. And Axtell will work it up ahead. Entry pass going to be slapped out of there by, Al- by uh, Allison Bauer. And we're going to have a foul here as the ball was loose. No, they're going to just say that it belongs to Elm Creek. So that'll be another Axtell turnover here. Pass in some pressure here. Geringer brings it across the timeline with the pass to Cornell. Cornell dribbles top of the circle. Right wing gives it to Areda. Areda being pressured there nicely by Fischel. So they'll work back around the perimeter here for Hallowell. Over to Cornell. Cornell can't shake Emmy Nichols, so she'll kick it now top of the circle for Areda. Areda, high pass, but tracking it down is Bauer. Bauer now gives left side for Areda, and they throw it in that corner. Not sure who to. I think maybe they thought somebody was going to move in that area, but as it is, Elm Creek just throws it away. So the Wildcats will inbound it. There's only, well, nope, I missed somebody. Yeah, they've got five out on the court. They just made a substitution. Bringing it up here is going to be Trampy. Trampy gives here for official, for Nickel. And then a pass in the lane. Entered back out here for Kaylee Trampy. Trampy going to be shut off by Areda. So they'll work it back around the perimeter. And the entry pass going to be stolen away. Axtell with the turnover. But Elm Creek really can't run with it. They get it in the lane here for Bauer. Bauer with a shot that's a little bit strong. Rebounded there by Hallowell. So Hallowell with a good board there. And they'll get it out here for Cornell. Cornell backing in. Pivots. Creates a little space. And... Elevates from 15 feet and scores. Claire Cornell with really a tough play to try to stop. She's got 12 in the game to go with five rebounds. So she is currently outscoring Axtell herself. The score here is 20 to 6. In the lane, a little penetration. Kick back around the perimeter. Trampy has it. She'll penetrate, take it off glass, draws the body contact, and I'm sure they're going to call the foul here on Bauer. And they do. That will be the second foul here for Allison Bauer. And to the line to shoot a couple is going to be Kaylee Trampy. Trampy averages eight points per ball game. She's a 49% free throw shooter. And the first one is no good. We got a slew of substitutions that we'll check for both teams here in just a little bit. For Axtell, uh, Madison Eckhoff checks in the game for the first time. Second free throw is up. That's no good, but an offensive board. And that one will not fall in underneath there for Paige Kirby. And we're going to have a hell ball after Kirby's miss. And the arrow is pointing to Axtell. So Cedarburg tosses in here for the Wildcats. 
Come off a couple of screens. Trampy was open momentarily. They set a double screen up top. Kirby's got it. She'll fire a three-pointer. No good. Offensive board, and the bucket is up and in. Good work on that offensive rebound there by Nicole Cedarberg. As Cedarberg is able to hit it, they face some pressure. Coming in a little bit ago for Elm Creek was Haley Stone. Stone helps bring in the offensive end. With it now is Cornell. Cornell trying to throw it to Stone. That's going to be an Elm Creek turnover. Dribbling out with it here is going to be Kirby. Kirby throws it up ahead for Trampy. Trampy drives and will score. Well, after the turnover, they score in transition, does Axtell, and they now cut that lead in half. They trail it now 20-10. to 10. Down the sideline, the pass to Bauer. Bauer will dribble into the corner, kick it back around. Now gets it back, and she'll give it to Cornell. Cornell, between the circles, will give it for Geringer. Back on that left wing, three-pointer in and out for Allison Bauer. Won't fall, and the rebound taken out by Cedarberg. So Cedarberg with the bound after a pretty good look, and they'll throw it now to Trampy. Trampy dribbling with it. Pass deflected into the hands of Cornell, so that's an Axtell turnover. Cornell will stop from about 17 feet away. Off the heel, no good on the shot, and we're going to tie up a rebound? No, we're going to have a foul. That's going to be a foul on Elm Creek, and it'll be a one-on-one on the other end because that's now the seventh team foul here on the Buffaloes. So we'll give credit for a rebound here to uh, Madison Eckhoff. And the foul is going to be called on Bauer. I have that being her third, but they say the second on the uh, scoreboard here, so we'll go with that. And now Eckhoff with the front end of the one-and-one. And first one, as we say, is on the way. It's off the back of the heel. That's no good. And we're going to have a foul on the rebound. Trying to get the ball back here for Axtell was Eckhoff. And she'll be called for her first foul of the game. So Cornell with that five-second count going on. Inbounds it eventually. That was getting pretty close there. Giving it to Bauer. Bauer double-teamed, and it's going to be stolen away by Trampy. Elm Creek with another turnover. Trampy's going to drive. That shot's going to be a little bit short, but a rebound on that left side by Kirby. Kirby won't get the shot to fall. And coming out with the rebound here is going to be Cornell. Cornell throws in the corner. A little ball fake here. Backing out is Bauer. Bauer's three is going to be no good. And Cedarberg with another rebound. So here comes Paige Kirby in the offensive end. A great jump stop. Banks it. Going to be a little bit off the mark. And a rebound here by Stone. So down low, they work it back inside for Stone. That will fall short. And Maddie Eckhoff will pull down the board. Good look there in transition. Just a, a quick shot, but they got a good look to the Buffaloes. And now Axtell will dribble. Goes off the feet of a couple of uh, Buffaloes. It's now going on the ground, and we're going to call a pushing foul here. That will go against Axtell. The ball was loose. Standing up to pick it up was Allison Bauer. And then one of the Wildcats came in to try to get the ball as well and knocked Bauer over. So that's going to be a foul. Just the sixth of the first half here on Axtell. And the first uh, personal foul on Nicole Cedarberg. So here comes Elm Creek. Up ahead, Bauer has it. They knock the ball loose, but it's still in the hands of the Buffaloes. They'll kick it up ahead here for Bauer. Trying to track it down is uh, Whitney Bauer. Backdoor cut, it's open. They get it to Areda, and the shot's going to be up and in. Asia Areda benefits from a great pass from the top of the circle. And throwing it in there was Allison Bauer. 
as they really created some space there. Bertrand on that right side is going to try about a 15-foot hook. That's going to be no good. Rebound tipped around, and again, another board here by Nicole Cedarberg. Couldn't get that second one to fall, and Oreda will end the possession with the rebound. She gets the ball back after bringing the offensive end. She's going to skip it in the left side there for Bauer. Top of the circle. They'll get it here for Hallowell. Over for Stone. And top of the circle. Thinking about the three there was Whitney Bauer. But they'll get it out here for Hallowell instead. 2.22 to go here. Second quarter. Pass left corner. Being tracked down there by Areta. Areta down low. Kick out. Open for three is Bauer. And Bauer will hit it. Nope. They had her foot on the line. That's Allison Bauer with the long two. And I do mean a long two. And Elm Creek will call the timeout with 2.09 to go here in the second quarter. Buffaloes lead it 24-10 here in Axtell. Timeout. Elm Creek brought to you by ENT Physicians of Kearney. Taking care of you since 1994. We're located where you need us, specializing in you. This sports broadcast is made possible in part by Kappa Grain and Elm. Has a way for you to save time, money, and get the best prices for your grain and have records of it? With their online offer center powered by DNT Market Space. See kappagrains.com. Make sure you're getting what you deserve for all your hard work and dedication. Kappa takes great pride in doing what they can to make it easier, faster, and more profitable for you. Best of luck to all the area athletes from Kappa Grains. People you know. Community people. Community people. Everything seems easier when you're doing business with people you know, especially banking. When you apply for a loan, it's a good feeling knowing who you're talking to. Bank with us. Menden Exchange Bank and Trust Company. Member FDIC. Community people you know. And welcome back here to Axtell, where the Wildcats are trailing Elm Creek 24-10. to 10. Buffalo's calling that timeout. But Axtell will inbound. 2.05 to go as they pass it here left side. It was deflected off the hands of Asia Areta. So Elm Creek will stay back on that defensive end and uh, wait for Kaylee Trampy to bring it in the offensive end. She does. Dribbles nicely. Splits the defense. Great bounce pass down low. And the jumper is up and good for Camille Fisher. Great work there by Trampy, just using her quickness and outrunning the defense. Good work there. Long pass here by Claire Cornell. Throws it over for Whitney Bauer. And now right wing with it is Allison Bauer. She'll fire a three. Off the heel, no good. And the uh, board here by Stone. So Stone will pull down the board, and they'll give it back to her on the inside. That shot won't go. It's going to go out of bounds. And last touched by Elm Creek. So in the offensive end is going to be Trampy. Eventually, she'll bounce it over on that right sideline for Callen. And they give it in the corner for Bertrand. Bertrand's jumper is going to be no good. And rebound by Elm Creek. And uh, pivoting and turning the ball over is going to be Whitney Bauer. Bauer with a great defensive rebound there, but then had a little bit of trouble getting going in traffic. That was a forced error. That's a forced turnover. Ball inbounded here for Bertrand. Bertrand, a little runner, going to be short, well short. And rebound by Allie Bauer. So Bauer pulls down the board. Shouldering it in the offensive end. Gives it to Cornell. Cornell, great bounce pass. Driving in is Bauer. And Bauer will lay it up and in. Great pass in the lane there by Claire Cornell. She drew a double team, and why not? You know, she's been a great offensive force here. Scoring 12 in the game so far. And when they double team her, she made that great no-look bounce pass. 
And now on that left side, the ball's going to go off of Cornell's leg and out of bounds. And Paige Kirby checking back of the game. Morgan Miller out there as well. And Camille Fisher, who had been on the bench, will come out for Elm Creek. Madison Hollowell and Chelsea Geringer are going to check back in. Wildcats inbound, and they'll get it to Camille Fisher. Fisher trying to throw it down low, missed the target. That'll be an Axtell turnover. Rebounding pretty even in this one. I got it Elm Creek with a slight edge. Turnovers, though, well, that's also pretty even. It's 8-6. Uh, to six. Axtell's turned it over a few more times. Elm Creek works around the perimeter. Cornell has it. Great pressure put on by Trampy. Uses up her dribble. They won't throw it out here for Bauer. That's Allison Bauer right now. They throw it inside for Cornell. Cornell will put up a strong shot. Going to be a little bit too strong as it's off the glass rather hard. And then the turnover picked up and laid in by Allison Bauer. Well, kind of a lazy pass there. And Axtell pays the price. But they're going to drive here. Quick little runner by Nickel. That's going to be no good. And it's going to be a hell ball on the rebound. Allison Bauer got half of it. And Nickel got the other half. And the basketball is going to belong here to the Buffaloes. And they lose the basketball, and it rolls out of bounds here as the clock expires to end the second quarter. It's 28-12, a 16-point lead here for Elm Creek as we head to the locker room. We're going to step away for a moment, have the Ravenna Sanitation Halftime Report, and uh, hopefully have a chance to talk with uh, Tanner Cavani, the head basketball coach of the Buffaloes. From the boys' side, we'll talk about our second game of the day when we return to Elm Creek and the Ravenna Sanitation Halftime Report right after this. Seed expertise doesn't grow overnight, which is why farmers in Minden and the surrounding area rely on Steve Casper, your Hogemeyer seed representative. Depend on Hogemeyer hybrids to provide the right seed for this area. They've lived in the region and studied its tough growing conditions for generations, and they know what thrives here. So call Steve Casper, your Hogemeyer seed representative in Minden today, a proud supporter of high school sports. Hogemeyer seed, seed the right seed. It's never too late for Enzone to increase your nitrogen efficiency this year. Enzone is designed to manage your nitrogen no matter what time you decide to apply your fertilizer. With Enzone's wide application window, you can even add Enzone at side dress time. Anytime you're going to apply nitrogen to your crops, you need to add Enzone. Talk to your local fertilizer and chemical dealer. Ask them to add Enzone to your fertilizer. If they don't handle Enzone Synergizer NutriPack, visit MidNebraska Chemicals at www.mncag.com. This broadcast is made possible in part by Rusty's Fertilizer in Elm Creek, a proud sponsor of all area athletes. Rusty's Fertilizer is the only place you need to go to get all the fertilizers you need to keep your farm growing year after year. Rusty's has been your fertilizer experts in Elm Creek for generations, and they're up to date on all the chemicals and fertilizers, so trust the experts at Rusty's Fertilizer in Elm Creek. Welcome back here to Axdell. This is the Ravenna Sanitation Halftime Report. Ravenna Sanitation says your trash is our treasure, serving Buffalo County for business or residential service. Ravenna Sanitation is your trash collection connection. Find us 
in your local Yellow Pages. We're here at halftime in Axtell, where the Elm Creek girls have a 28-12 lead over the Wildcats. Of course, the boys' game coming up next, and kind enough to join us to talk about that is Tanner Cavaney, head basketball coach here for the uh, Buffaloes, and you're off to a pretty good start, 8-3. and three. Yeah, we're doing some good things. Uh, we tried to break in some young players. we got a couple new starters and a couple kids coming off the bench. And, and uh, we got some kids that are doing some really good things right now. You, you did lose some athletes last year, uh, but again, I think you're still trying to do the same sort of things, which I think you got enough good athletes left that uh, the pressure, the up-tempo style that you like to play, I think is is obviously working for you. Yeah, it does. Uh, that's kind of the way we like to like to play. You know, we like to get up and people defend them and, and get out and, and transition as much as we can. Um, Jaden Ford does a great job for us for that. And then, you know, Karsten McCarter and, and Gage, Gage uh, Claybaugh come uh, uh, two sophomores that are doing really good things for us. And then Trey Miner, who comes off the bench, who's a freshman. And then uh, Nate Fields, Anthony Quintana, Lathan Jonak, uh, Jerry Brummels, some of our big guys that have done a good job with, with some different things that they've had to do this year. We've had to kind of move some kids in different spots, and they've done a good job with it. And, and you mentioned Jaden Ford. That was the first name on your list and should be. He's your leading scorer at, at 17.6 points per ball game. And a lot of that, I think, is probably getting to the rack, right? Yeah, yeah. He's done a great job of getting to the rim. Uh, he's got to make a couple more free throws, but that's something that he'll do. We have a lot of confidence in Jaden. Um, but he's playing exactly the way I want him to play. He's playing uh, downhill a lot, shooting the ball really well. And, and, again, when he gets out in transition in, in a one-on-one uh, instance, he's pretty tough to stop. And you mentioned Claybaugh as well. He's really stepped it up for you as well. He's made some big improvements since last year. Yeah, he's a really good spot shooter, and he's a kid that we've really tried to work on in getting off the dribble a little bit more and putting the ball on the ground a lot. And so, But him and Karsten have done a great job being first-year starters for us. You know, Anthony Quintana is pretty much a first-year starter for us, and Nate Fields is too. So they're all doing really good things. They're kind of doing what we do and doing it pretty well. What are some, and I don't want to be a negative guy here, but what are some things you really would kind of like to see some improvement on? Well, you know, you told, you kind of hit on the uh, nail on the head. We had some big kids last year, and, and we could, we did a pretty good job on the board. That's one area we got to do a better job. We got to play a little bit bigger than what we, what we are, and, and uh, we got to do a better job on the offensive, or on the offensive and defensive boards. And then, and then the other thing I would say is just some rotational stuff on defense. You know, some of the, the little things that a lot of people don't see is some rotations that we need to do to clean up a lot. And, and if we do those sort of things, we'll be tough to beat. Uh, how do you feel that growth is? Because you did have a, a, a lot of new kids coming in there, and they just kind of have to learn. And part of what you need to learn is learn a little confidence as well. How are they in that department? Oh, they're doing great. We, again, we, we have a system here that we run on the offensive side and defensive side. A lot of these kids have been taught it since about sixth grade. So, you know, we just try to put in new kids and, and try to do what we do. And, and uh, you know, we just uh, get out in transition, you know, shoot good shots and, and uh, get, try to get kids in certain spots for them to score. Is, you know, that's something that we try to preach as much as we can. So we're doing a good job of it. There's areas that we need to get better at than you know, we're about halfway through the season, so hopefully we see some of those improvements coming into, you know, the, the second half of our season. We're going to play some really, really good basketball teams. Uh, we're going to have to play well tonight. Axtell uh, gives us some matchup problems with some of their size, so we've now got to do a good job on the boards. But going into the second half of our season, we'll play, you know, Ravenna and Overton and, and uh, some of those other teams and then get into conference play. Real quick, uh, talking with Tanner Cavaney, head basketball coach for the Elm Creek Boys. What are you going to face when you with Axtell? What do you have to do well tonight? They, they, there's a, they, they uh, give us some matchup problems. You know, they got a couple of kids, six foot three, six foot four. They're good athletes. 
Um, and the last team we played was Wilcox, and they beat us on the boards pretty hard. So that's one, that's probably, it's the biggest reason why we lost to Wilcox was uh, on the especially on the on the defensive board. So uh, we have to show improvement in that tonight and being a little bit more physical. And then and then you know from the offensive standpoint, you know uh, just kind of again do what we do. You know get out in transition. Uh, attack the rim as much as we can, and then when we get some good jump shots, you know, take them and, and, and hit them. All right, Tanner, appreciate the time. Talk appreciate to you afterwards, it. right? right. Tanner Cavani, head basketball coach for the Elm Creek Buffaloes. The Elm Creek girls lead here in Axtell at halftime, 28-12. to We'll continue with more of the Ravenna Sanitation Halftime Report after this. The First Bank and Trust in Minden. Relationship banking is what they do. Stop in and talk with the professionals about your business, personal, and ag banking needs. Enjoy the small-town touch with everything you need from a bank. Minden's First Bank and Trust is a leader in mobile banking with state-of-the-art remote deposit right from your smartphone. Keeping up with technology to make your banking easier. Minden's First Bank and Trust. What you'd expect from a friend. Member FDIC. Good luck, athletes. This sports broadcast is proudly brought to you in part by Foster Family Foods in Elm Creek. Foster's is your full-service grocery store. Shop Foster's Family Foods for the finest meats, freshest produce, and every week there are great savings and specials. Fast, friendly, hometown, personal service. At Foster's Family Foods in Elm Creek, your satisfaction is always our number one goal. Foster's Family Foods, the little store that's big on you. Best of luck to all the area athletes. And welcome back here. Let's take a look at our halftime statistics. We'll begin, first of all, for the hometown Axtell Wildcats. They are trailing it here at intermission by a score of 28-12. to 12. Camille Fisher has four points, three rebounds. Nicole Cedarberg, four points and four boards. Kaylee Trampy has two points, a rebound, and a beautiful assist on a drive. Emmy Nickel with two points and a rebound. Three rebounds also for Paige Kirby, but no points. Unofficially, six of 23 shooting, 26%. Here for Axtell, they've turned the ball over nine times in the first half and have 16 rebounds. Meanwhile, here for Elm Creek, as we said, up by 16 at the break. 12 of those coming from Claire Cornell. She also has six rebounds. Allison Bauer with nine points, three boards. Whitney Bauer with three points, a couple of boards. Asia Arreda with two points, one rebound. Maddie Hallowell with two points and one rebound. Unofficially, 12 of 32 for about 38%. 2 of 12, excuse me, 2 of 10 from three-point range, so 20% there, perfect 2 for 2 from the free-throw line, and they have 17 rebounds, so a rebounding edge of 1, and uh, they had 6 turnovers, so 3 fewer than Axtell here at halftime, and again, Elm Creek leading it here by a score of 28-12. to 12. That's the Ravenna Sanitation Halftime Report, and we'll tip off the second half right after this. Have you ever seen a dented tortoise? The same way a thick tortoise shell protects its occupant, the bullet spray and bed liners from the dent poppers protect your pickup truck's bed. No rust, corrosion, dents, or scratches ever. Guaranteed for as long as you own your truck, and it says so in writing. Bullet spray on liners is the one that goes on hot, stays strong. That means your truck holds its value longer. Surprised that the dent popper now applies bullet spray on? Don't be. The dent popper's been on the leading edge of vehicle preservation for years. See the dent popper north of Railroad on first. On the bricks, downtown. Carney for a free estimate. Miller Body Shop in Minden is your collision specialist. They offer paintless dent repair, great for hail dance or door dings, auto glass replacement, a Unicure spray baking boot that simulates factory paint for a quicker dry time and better quality finish. Miller Body Shop in Minden provides all the best products and trained professionals. 
to get your vehicle back on the road and looking as good as it did before. Miller Body Shop is a proud supporter of high school sports. And welcome back here to Axtell. The Wildcats inbound it. We got a blocking foul right away being called here on Maddie Hallowell. And for Hallowell, that's going to be her third foul of the game. First, obviously, about two seconds into the second half. Kaylee Bertrand gets the inbounds, and she'll drive, throw it to Cedarberg. It's going to go off Cedarberg's hand. She wasn't ready for that, and now be an Axtell turnover. On the bounce here is going to be Hallowell. Hallowell's bounce pass. Well, she changed her mind as she was passing because cutting there was Asia Areda, and right where Asia Areda was, that's where the ball went, and now be an Elm Creek turnover. So we swapped turnovers here, plus a foul, and now driving up here is going to be Trampy. Trampy dribbles, loses the ball right into the hands of Geringer, and Geringer will hand it back out for Hallowell, and Cornell will kick into the corner. Here's Bauer for three, going to be off the iron and no good, and they can't come up with a rebound. Last to touch it was Axtell. Bauer, excuse me, last to touch it was Elm Creek. Bauer was trying to track it down, and uh, I think Erica Betran had it initially, and then it was knocked away there by the Buffaloes. So on the drive here is going to be Bertrand, kicking left side for Trampy. Good ball movement here for the Wildcats. They're working around the perimeter. Get it out for Emmy Nickel. Nichols picked up man-to-man there by Geringer. They'll get it back out here for Cedarburg. Cedarburg's going to drive no good. Offensive board. Shot won't fall by Nickel. And rebound is going to be taken out by Areda. So Areda will work it back around. And they'll throw it on that left side. Axtell turned it away. Got the turnover momentarily, and then they turn it right back away. Hallowell has it. Gives it right side for Cornell. Cornell for three. That's going to be no good. And rebound is taken out here by uh, Fischel. So Fischel will hand off here for Trampy. Trampy drives all the way in. In a lot of trouble there. Ball's going to be knocked away. That'll be another Axtell turnover. A lot of action, a lot of stuff that might have been able to be called, but the officials are letting it go, and they'll kick here top of the circle. Three-pointer going to be no good for Areda. Offensive board for Cornell, and Cornell is going to be fouled. So Claire Cornell just taking matters into her own hands, getting the rebound, and then driving in there hard, and she's going to be fouled on the elbow here by Fischel. That'll be her first of the, well, team's first of the second half, her second in the game. So Fischel now has two. Cornell hits the free throw, and our score changes to 29-12. to First points of the second half come from Claire Cornell, who now has 13 in the game. Make it 14 because the second one was absolutely perfect. She is a solid basketball player. She is fundamentally sound. A 5'10 junior, excuse me, a 5'10 senior that's just gotten better and better over the years. Driving here is going to be Erica Betran. She loses the ball, but it goes out to Trampy. Trampy tried to pass away. Cornell with the steal. Cornell with the layup. Cornell with the bucket. So she made the steal, anticipated when that pass was going to come, and was able to go in with that left hand. Pass in the lane here for Axtell. A little quick runner by Emmy Nickel. It's going to go off the hands of the Wildcats. Uh, excuse me, off the uh, Buffaloes and belong to the Wildcats. That time, Cornell couldn't reel that one in. So tossing in here is going to be Caitlin Callen, who checked in just a moment ago. The senior will lob it between the circles for official. 
on the baseline drive by Nickel. Nickel off the iron, no good. And Bauer tracks it down, and we'll throw it up here to Hallowell. Over for Cornell. Cornell drives the baseline, stops, and they're going to say that she walked with it. Well, the officials have kind of let them play, but we've still had a fair number of whistles here because neither team has really taken great care of the basketball. And right on cue, they throw it up ahead. There's Elm Creek, and they get it in no man's land. It bounces and goes out of bounds. I said Elm Creek. I meant to say Axtell. My apologies. The ball belongs here to Elm Creek. Cornell has it on that right sideline. And they're going to skip it in the corner for Bauer. Bauer stops. We'll get it inside. Backing in here is going to be Stone, and Stone will score. Good post move there by Haley Stone. As she'll get the bucket. And that will be her first of the ball game. She's got three rebounds. She's played well. Long outlet pass. Cornell's going to steal it. Cornell's going to be contested on the drive. Will stop. Bank it off glass. It rolls around and in. So Cornell with another steal. And now another one. Her long pass stolen away. Cornell's going to drive and be fouled. Back-to-back steals here by Cornell on long passes. And she just has a sense where that ball is going to go. And the foul here is going to be on Morgan Miller. And that's going to be her third. And a timeout being taken here by Axtell. 4.40 to go here. Third quarter. It is 36-12. Elm Creek with the lead. And they'll be at the free throw line. when We come back right after this timeout. Brought to you by ENT Positions of Kearney. The officers and staff of First Tier Bank take pride in providing professional banking services with several convenient locations in Elm Creek, Kearney, and Holdridge. First Tier Bank offers a full line of banking and financial services, including checking and savings accounts, loans, investment, and insurance services, and the online banking services offered at First Tier, including online bill pay. First Tier Bank, Kearney, Elm Creek and Holdridge, an equal housing lender. Member FDIC. Struggling with the multiple decisions that need to be made in order to achieve your yield goals? Are you looking for that trusted partner who can help provide real yielding solutions for those decisions? At Aurora Cooperative, we pride ourselves in knowing yield and being a partner who listens to your needs and then builds strategies to achieve your farm's goal one field at a time. Aurora Cooperative yield experts are ready to meet your demanding farm needs and put your cooperative to work for your farm and for your future. Contact us today at one of our local Aurora Yield Centers to get your 2018 plan started off on the right foot. Aurora Cooperative, putting owner's equity to work. Again, our timeout's brought to you by ENT Physicians at Kearney, taking care of you since 1994. We're located where you need us, specializing in you, and the free throw is up and good here for Claire Cornell. Cornell now with 19 in the ballgame to go along with uh, seven rebounds and I think four steals. Their second free throw is no good. Kick back out here for uh, Cornell. They lose the basketball. It's going to be a hell ball. The ball originally was rebounded by Haley Stone. Stone kicked it out to Cornell. Cornell on the drive lost the ball on the dribble, and it's a hell ball. Possession arrow pointing to the Buffaloes, so they'll inbound it. Kick it here on the left wing for Whitney Bauer. Her three is going to be no good, and Cedarburg going to pull down the defensive board. They'll bring it up ahead on the run. They get it out for uh, Paige Kirby. Kirby's going to drive, and she on the rebound, there's going to be a foul. 4.22 to go here in the third quarter, 37-12. to 12. And the foul is uh, going to be on Whitney Bauer, just her first. 
Inbound for Erica Bertrand. Gives it to Trampy. Trampy gets it down low. Pivoting. Now kicking back out as Fischl. They'll work around the perimeter. And on top of the circle, Bertrand will drain the three. So Erica Bertrand will drain the three-pointer. That's her first three points of the ball game. And dribbling on that right wing is going to be Whitney Bauer. Bauer gives top of the circle for Areda. Entered inside for Hallowell. Down low here for Stone. Stone's going to kick it out. Three-pointer for Whitney Bauer. No good. And uh, pulling down the rebound is going to be Fischel. So Fischel with the board. And on the bounce here is Kaylee Trampy. Trampy throws it down low on the baseline for Bertrand. Bertrand lost the ball, but was able to kick it back out. And around the perimeter, Paige Kirby's going to shoot a three and hit the three. So Paige Kirby, as the ball was moved around, caught that one in rhythm and was able to stroke it in. Down low, Cornell has it, kicks it out. Areda with a trail three. No, she's going to dribble up, shoot a 15-footer. That's going to be no good. And rebound taken out by Cedarburg. So Cedarburg will uh, throw it up ahead here and will drive. And they're fighting for the rebound. We're going to have a push called here on Hallowell. And for Hallowell, that's going to be her fourth. So it belongs to Axtell. And I think Cedarburg probably is going to be coming out of the ballgame. Yes, she is. In is going to be uh, Bauer and Geringer. Because, again, that is now four on Hallowell. Ball inbounded. Now kicked across court here for Bertrand. They double-team the ball. Kirby has it and in trouble, but she's able to get it out for Bertrand. She's going to shoot the three. Off the heel, no good. Passes def- uh, The rebound is deflected. Good work there by Cornell to make sure that Fischl couldn't rebound it very effectively. Cornell tipped it. It went off official's head and out of bounds. So it'll be a team rebound here for Elm Creek. No face some pressure. It's going to be deflected. Axtell forces the turnover. On the drive here is going to be Cedarburg. Cedarburg puts up the shot. There's a foul. She's going to shoot two. So the Elm Creek turnover leads to Axtell free throws. And shooting them here is going to be Nicole Cedarburg, a 46% free throw shooter. After the foul is called here on Geringer, that's going to be her second. First free throw is no good. So with 2.51 to go here in the third quarter, four fouls on Elm Creek, two by Axdell, and the free throw is going to be no good. Rebounded, though, by Trampy. Trampy then is going to turn the ball over. So up ahead here is Axdell, and it passes, uh, excuse me, up ahead is Elm Creek. Pass goes through the hands of Bauer. And Bauer is able to track it down. Ball nearly in the backcourt, able to track it down as it was deflected there. Was Whitney Bauer. Bauer was in a lot of trouble, but was able to tiptoe the line. Got it to Cornell, back to Bauer. Handoff here to Allison Bauer. She'll give it to Arreda. Right side, that's Whitney Bauer. In the corner for Cornell. Fires the three, off the heel, no good. Rebound goes up high and eventually goes out of bounds. Last touched by Elm Creek. So some substitutions coming in here, and with 2.08 to go, we're still making some changes. In for the first time tonight for Elm Creek is going to be Morgan Sint. She's out there with uh, Stone and Cornell, Allison Bauer, and uh, Whitney Bauer. Ball knocked loose, but last touch, yeah, went off the hands of Axtell. So that'll be an Axtell turnover. Kind of really a f- unforced errors. Really wasn't any much pressure put on the ball. Right now for the Wildcats, Trampy's out there 
Uh, Erica Betrand, Emmy Nickel, Camille Fischel, and Madison Eckhoff. So Maddie in the middle of that defense there. Is it going man-to-man? But she's putting the uh, pressure right now on Morgan Sint. Backdoor cut. Cornell with the catch. Cornell with the drive. Cornell will hit another bucket. Great snap pass by Allison Bauer as they cleaned out the lane there. And Cornell able to cut in there, make the catch in traffic, and push that lead back out to 21. Minute and a half to go here. Dribbling is Bertrand. Top of the key gives left side for Trampy. Trampy's going to fire the three-pointer. That's no good. And we got a whistle on the rebound. I think they're... Yeah, they're calling the foul on White. Check that. <laughs> I, I, am, I am wrong. They are calling the foul here on Allison Bauer. That's going to be her third. The inbound on the baseline. Quickly they get it to Emmy Nickel. Jumper won't fall. And that one was last touched by Elm Creek again. So another opportunity for Axtell. Now inbound on the baseline. Bertrand to toss in. Five-second count going on. Gets the top of the circle around the perimeter to Trampy. Trampy will drive. Bounce it right wing here for Bertrand. Bertrand dribbles to an open area. Lost the basketball on the way up. And pulling it out of there is going to be Whitney Bauer. So Bauer gets the board here. And they bring in the offensive end. Now will be the other Bauer. Allison dribbling up and draining a three. Allison Bauer now with 12 points in the ballgame. Claire Cornell with 21. There's 33 of the 42 here for Elm Creek. We're going to have a blocking foul on that far sideline. Now go against Bauer. That's going to be her fourth. So she has four. Maddie Hallowell with four. Well, check that. That's only three on her. So Allie Bauer will still come out of the ballgame, though, with 50.4 to go. And Axtell on that far sideline. Inbounds it. Trampy gets it back. They throw it inside. Back top of the circle here for Bertrand. She tries to lob it down low. That'll be an Axtell turnover. They've got plenty of time as Cornell brings across the timeline with 38 seconds to go. She'll drive, stop, and kick out. Open three here by Whitney Bauer, and Whitney will drain the three. So Whitney Bauer warming up from the outside. Lead by 27 with 27 seconds to go here in the third. Penetration, kick out, Fischl on the drive, and we got a foul. Shot rattled around a little bit. Quick little runner, and she was fouled by Claire Cornell. That's going to be the first one on Cornell. So official to the line to shoot two, and the first one is up and good. She's a 55% free throw shooter. And she'll get one more here. Second free throw, good. 45-20. 20 seconds to go. Claire Cornell bounces right side for Whitney Bauer. Throws it up ahead on that right side, and they'll get the ball back out here for Whitney. Whitney gives it off here for Claire Cornell. Eight seconds left. Ball was loose. Tracking it down is Whitney Bauer. Top of the circle for Areda. Off the screen, here's Allison Bauer. Bauer loses the ball. It's picked up. Three-pointer up in desperation for Areda, and that's going to do it. As that was well off the mark and didn't even have time for the rebound, but a good quarter still for Elm Creek as they push the lead out to 25. They lead it 45-20 here in Axtell. We'll be back with the fourth quarter right after this. If you're a grower looking for big yield, start with Pioneer brand Y-Series soybeans. 
And don't forget to ask your Pioneer sales professional about the Pioneer premium seed treatment options that can help your soybeans stand up to the toughest growing conditions. Why go anywhere else for your entire soybean seed needs? To learn more about your seed treatment options for your farm, contact Tom or Jamie Madsen of Madsen Seed in Minden, your local Pioneer sales representative today. Pioneer, science with service, delivering success. The Midwinter Cabin Fever Reliever is coming February 10th. It's the 11th Annual Heartland Hoops Classic. Brought to you by Protein Design and Dinsdale Automotive. Highlighted by the primetime contest between Oak Hill Academy and Sunrise Christian Academy, two nationally recognized programs. Buy day-long admissions at one low price from Ticketmaster. The Heartland Hoops Classic, February 10th. Order them online now at Ticketmaster. And welcome back. Here are Seeds of Success brought to you by your Impact Ag partners, Craig Weegis and Todd Travis. Pioneer knows more about seeds with top-dealing Pioneer brand soybeans. Get the best refill this year with Craig Weegis or Todd Travis, your Pioneer seed dealer, science with service, delivering success. Quick little run here for Axtell. Axtell, my Seeds of Success for them is, don't forget about the scoreboard, win the quarter, build a little bit of momentum, take care of the basketball, and stay within your offense. That would be our Seeds of Success. And they go on the attack right after the inbounds as Camille Fisher will drive in. And she's going to be fouled. And uh, she hits the first of two free throws. The foul was on Oreda. And Fisher's second free throw is up, in and out, no good. And rebound is going to be picked up here by Nickel. So good job there by Nickel pulling down the rebound. They're going to kick it out. Top of the circle, three-pointer for Kirby, no good. And a rebound in underneath by Cedarberg. So Cedarberg makes the putback as she fought for that rebound underneath. A couple of offensive boards there for the Axdale Wildcats. And again, they've been outscored in every quarter. They just want to build a little bit of momentum now. They pressure the ball and inbounding as it went out of bounds. Geringer has it. Geringer gives it to Areda off a screen. Top of the circle, there's Allison Bauer. Bauer back out here for Areda. They give her right side for Geringer off the screen. Top of the circle, Allison Bauer. Good look, but the shot won't fall. And Axdell snags down the board. Long outlet pass up ahead. Driving here is going to be Paige Kirby. Kirby flips through traffic, and she'll score. Good work there by Paige Kirby. And now they'll pressure the basketball. There's Areda. Areda will drive the lane. Shot going to be no good. Bauer will save it. Goes through a lot of hands before Nicole Cedarberg is able to pull it down. Long outlet pass and wide open for the layup is going to be Callen. And she can't get the shot to fall. And we've got a stoppage here. I did not see what happened. But walking off and in pain is Asia Areda. And that's on that far sideline. And I did not see what happened to her. We'll try to track it down for you. I don't think she's severely injured, but that is our injury report. Brought to you by Family Physical Therapy and Sports Center. Getting back to email life. Two locations in Kearney. It's not the knees. It's not the ankles. It's I think she got maybe hit in the face or maybe even the throat, but I think she's going to be okay. Kick on the left wing. There's Madison Hallowell shooting for three. That's going to be no good. Rebounded by Nickel. Nickel brings it up ahead, and Elm Creek's going to turn it over. Axtell turns it over, rather. On the run here is going to be Cornell. Cornell with a little floater. Up, no good. But she's going to get her own rebound. And she's going to put it up and in. So now that lead back out to 20. 
with 6.10 to go. And they'll get it to Callen, who's crossed the timeline. She gives it here left side for Kirby. Number three will shoot the three. No good. Offensive board and driving in strong is going to be Emmy Nickel. So Nickel with a great drive there. And now the pass across the timeline for Hallowell. Hallowell's across, and we'll give it off for Cornell. Elm Creek dribbling and trying to make sure that Axtell can't get that double team because that's what the Wildcats want to do right now. Kick top of the circle here for Geringer. Geringer in the lane, back out, and the three-pointer will not fall for Claire Cornell, and it goes out of bounds as they have a collision, both of them trying to get to the ball there, and they're going to call a foul here, and that'll be on Allison Bauer. And that will be her fourth foul. And that's now set well, it's past seven as a team. That's now nine overall here on uh, Elm Creek. So it'll be a one and one here for Paige Kirby. Free throw is up, hits the heel, and is no good. And rebounded by you know who, Claire Cornell. But the long outlet pass is swatted away by Axtell off the shoulder of one of the Buffaloes, and so that'll be an Elm Creek turnover. Elm Creek is still battling here. They trail at 47-27 with five and a half to go, and they'll uh, throw the long inbounds pass here for Emmy Nickel. Nickel has the pass deflected. She gets the ball back, and knocking it out of bounds right in front of us here is going to be Claire Cornell. Reminder for you that the internet streaming of all of our high school games on Platte River Radio Group of Stations and at PlatteRiverPreps.com is brought to you by Barney Insurance and Carney Holdridge, Lexington, and Lincoln. Axtell works around the perimeter. There's Paige Kirby back out top of the circle. Callen's going to penetrate, gets it down low. Nice pass. Fischel missed the shot, got the rebound, and then they're going to call a foul right after that on Claire Cornell. So Cedarburg in underneath. Got the offensive rebound, and now we'll step to the line for a couple after Cornell called for just her second foul. The free throw here for Cedarburg is up and good. So she makes the first of two. And Axtell now it will improve their shooting percentage dramatically. They're now 7 of 18 from the line. They came into that position being 5 of 16, and they force another Elm Creek turnover. They got it inbounded when they tried to get it on that left wing. They missed the target. Did Elm Creek. So that'll be another Elm Creek turnover. That'll be one thing Coach Ford, I'm sure, will be talking about is the amount of turnovers that Elm Creek was uh, gave up today as they work around the perimeter. Kaylee Trampy gives left side for Bertrand. Bertrand's going to fire a long three. No good. Rebounded by Cornell. And Cornell will dribble in the offensive end. Timeout being taken here by the Buffaloes. 4.50 to go in the fourth quarter. It is 47-29. Elm Creek leads here in Axtell. This timeout brought to you by ENT Physicians of Kearney. Scandinavian Mutual Insurance Company of Axtell is a proud supporter of high school sports. See Scandinavian Mutual today to see how they can get you the best rates for property and personal liability insurance. They have been providing insurance solutions to their customers in South Central Nebraska since 1885. They are now also writing auto insurance policies through AAA. Contact the professionals at Scandinavian Mutual Insurance Company in Axtell today. Toll free at 800-874-9443. That's 800-874-9443. 9443. As a business owner, a concern during the winter is an icy parking lot. 
What product should you apply? Where do you get it? How do you know what product works best for company needs? Hi, this is Monty from NSG Transport. NSG is a bulk transport company with ice control products for any size of business, including one-ton totes, pallets of bags, and bulk salt. Keep your employees and customers safe this winter with ice control from NSG Transport based in Gothenburg, Nebraska. Visit NSGCO.com. That's NSG Transport at NSGCO.com. Elm Creek inbounds, and they're on that end of the court, so they're just working around the perimeter right now. Madison Hallowell will throw it out on that left side. Pressure put on Whitney Bauer as they jump her, but Bauer handles it, drives, and her pass is going to be deflected away. She got all the way down to the baseline, was trying to bounce it across the line, and I didn't see which one of the Wildcats got their hand on it. But she had the right idea, that's for sure. Cornell asking for the basketball as inbounding it here is going to be Whitney Bauer. It'll be in for Allison Bauer, and then Allison Bauer had trouble with it. It's stolen away by Fischel. So that'll be another turnover. And then Axtell trying to get up court quickly and get a quick look at it. They throw it a little bit too high, and that will go out of bounds. Kaylee Trampy couldn't find the connection there on the pass. So now Elm Creek will inbound it. Cornell gives it. For Geringer, and up ahead for Allison Bauer. Bauer had it tipped away, but right at who she wanted to throw it to anyway. That's Morgan Sint, who just checked in a moment ago. Cornell has used up her dribble, and so she'll get it out for Hallowell. Back out for Allison Bauer. Bauer's going to kick left side. Open for three is Morgan Sint. That's going to be short and rebounded by Miller for Axtell. So Miller with the defensive board. And they'll work around the perimeter as they get in the offensive end very quickly. Nicole Cedarberg. Will pass it, but knocking away is going to be Cornell. Cedarberg was trying to get it to Emmy Nickel, just right in front of us here. On the stage here in Axtell. Right at the end of the uh, Wildcat bench here with 3.49 to go here in the fourth quarter. 47-29. Lead belongs to Elm Creek. They've led throughout the game, except for the first two points of the ball game here for the Wildcats. Runner in the lane here for Caitlin Callen. That one won't fall. Claire Cornell rebounds. And uh, she'll just keep it herself. She's the last one across the timeline. And she'll kick left wing. Open over there is Bauer. Allie's three is going to be no good. And rebound by Kirby. So Kirby with the defensive board. And they're going to be pressured. But they get it up ahead here for Kaylee Trampy. Trampy's going to back up. She's open for three. Good-looking shot. Wouldn't fall. And Cornell is able to tip it out to Bauer. Bauer will get credit for the rebound here, but wow, the work there was done by Cornell. Quick three-pointer for Axtell for Elm Creek in transition. That's no good. And running down court is going to be Axtell. Pulling down the board there is Miller. Left wing, there's Bertrand. She's shut off on the baseline. She'll give back out for Callen. Callen throws it. Nice pass down low. Off glass bucket. Good by Miller. Another nice pass there by Callen. And she got it basically from the high post all the way down to the low post across the lane there. Good work. So here's Morgan Sint passing it up ahead. And they get it down low, and we're going to have a foul called. And she was able to make a, a nice little pass. And step into the line trying to shake up. I think maybe she hit her knee, but nothing serious here for Claire Cornell. And Cornell will go to the line. First foul of the game here on Bertrand. And Cornell's free throw is no good. She's having herself a game, though. Claire Cornell has 23 points and 11 rebounds right now. And she has a chance to add to her point total. 
with her second free throw here. She's a 69% free throw shooter, and this one rolls around, rolls around, and is good. So 48-31 with two and a half to go. Elm Creek going to improve now to 10-2. and two. Callen has it, tries to throw it down low, gets it on the baseline. Jumper by Betran, no good, and we got a foul on the rebound. I don't think anybody ever really came up with that one, but the reason why Axtell didn't come up with it is because they were being fouled and Kaylee Trampy will step to the line. The foul will be on Geringer. That'll be her third. And the free throw here is no good. So the free throw woes continue here for Axtell. They are 7 of 19, and then they make the free throw here. So 8 of 20. 40% from the free throw line. They pressure the ball. With the dribble is going to be Whitney Bauer. Bauer will give it off for Allison Bauer. Allison gives it back to Whitney. Whitney being double teamed in the offensive end. Throws it for Haley Stone. Stone finds a cutter. What a great look here for Claire Cornell. And then we got a foul as Cornell got the rebound. And she was going right back up with it. No, my apologies. It was uh, Allison Bauer that got the uh, rebound. And she's the one that's fouled. That'll be on Callen. And the free throw is good. Callen, that's her fourth. And for Bauer, that was point number 13. Second free throw rolls around and is good. Make it 14 here for Allison Bauer. We're at the two-minute warning here as Kaylee Trampy brings across the timeline. She'll throw it here for Paige Kirby. Kirby between the circles, giving it off for Callen. Callen gets a screen, drives through the lane. Shot going to be off the mark, no good. And another rebound here by Cornell. Cornell with the board, and she's still dribbling. Great pass, running the floor, and banking it in is going to be Haley Stone. What a look there by Cornell, though. That was some pretty basketball. Stone now with four points in the game. Running in the lane, and, Sto- and Stone will put pressure on to get the rebound after the miss. And they'll get the ball back out. And on the run is going to be Elm Creek. Cornell has it. Finds an open area. Elevates and scores. From about 12 feet away, we got a timeout. Timeout being taken here by Elm Creek with a minute 18 to go here in the fourth quarter. This timeout brought to you by ENT Physicians at Kearney. We'll return to Axtell with the Wildcats trailing Elm Creek 54-32. We come back right after this. No matter where you are, even out in this cornfield, when you work with CHS, you're connected. Connected to global grain buyers and food companies. Connected to dependable energy at the pump, at home, and on the job. Connected to food ingredients tailored to your specific needs. Whether it's in energy, grains, or foods, you're connected. CHS, resources for enriching lives. Well, Home Creek calls the timeout, and they put pressure on the basketball. Bring it up ahead here is Abigail Snell. And Snell facing some double team, has trouble with it, and will drag that pivot foot as she was trying to stop and find an angle. Ball being inbounded here now for Maddie Hallowell after Home Creek forces the turnover. And they'll kick the ball here on the left wing for Morgan Sent. 
Back to Stone, right side. Hallowell has it. Hallowell will spin. And, yeah, I thought maybe she drove that pivot foot. A little bit of a late whistle, but it looked to me like a travel. We're in the final minute now, 58.5 to go. And the Wildcats bring it up ahead. That's Harper Wells on the bounce, looking to get the ball to Abby Snell. Snell dribbling on the low block here, posting up is uh, Madison Eckhoff. But there's a lot of pressure being put on the basketball. And Harper Wells has it, gives it right wing for Club. Katrina Club's pass is going to be deflected. Coming up with it here is going to be Geringer. And that'll be another Axtell turnover. Driving here with Paige Kirby. Kirby kicks it out. Hellowell is going to fire the three-pointer. That's going to go up high and rebounded by Bauer. So Bauer with the offensive board and knifing in underneath. Putting up the shot here is uh, going to be sent. That would not fall. And the rebound by Abby Snell. But then the turnover. Loose ball picked up and open underneath. Getting the ball is Morgan Sint. And Sint's going to score. Five seconds left. So Axtell has it. Pressure being put on. They can't even see the basket as the clock expires. As there was too much pressure being put on the ball. So that's going to do it. Our final score in this one is going to be Elm Creek with a 56-32 win here in Axtell. We're going to step away for a moment. When we come back, we'll have the New West Sports Medicine and Orthopedic Surgery postgame show coming up right after this. What's the big news? The big news is Buzz of Marine's 40th annual used boat show taking place January 6th through the 13th. During this show, you can get the best prices of the year on the best used boats available. Buzz's will have lots of premium used boats on hand that have been completely checked out and detailed, and they come with a rock-solid warranty. So find out more and read all about it at buzzesmarine.com. Family fun launches from here during Buzz's Marine's 40th annual used boat show January 6th through the 13th, 5th and Central Carney. Agriculture is a business where margins are everything, and profitability is determined by the weather, markets, regulations, politics, and everything in between. It's good to have a friend looking out for you. Buffalo County Farm Bureau has been that friend to farmers and ranchers, bringing them together to discuss challenges, identify solutions, and advocate on issues they've determined are critical to keeping current and future generations on the land. Join the Buffalo County Farm Bureau today and support Nebraska agriculture. Experience matters. ENT Physicians of Kearney and Family Hearing Center have physicians who are devoted to the medical and surgical treatment of ear, nose, throat, head, and neck disorders in adults and children. See Drs. Conley, Johnson, and Owen at Kearney ENT and see why experience matters to them. Their main office is located in Kearney. However, they're where you are with five satellite locations located throughout central Nebraska. Providing the highest quality care to everyone, ENT Physicians of Kearney and Family Hearing Center specializing in you. And welcome back here. Time now for the New West Sports Medicine North Peak Surgery postgame show. Certified and fellowship trained physicians provide a superior standard of care with no referral necessary. No matter the activity, New West is here to get you back to it. Schedule your appointment today. Elm Creek with a 56 to 34 win here in Axtell. And we'll check the numbers here for the Wildcats. And they were led by Camille Fisher. She finished with eight points and six rebounds. Also led by Nicole Cedarberg. I have her for eight points and nine rebounds. Paige Kirby with five points, four boards. Emmy Nickel, 
Five points, four boards. Kaylee Trampy with three points and a rebound. Erica Bertrand, three points, two rebounds. Morgan Miller with two points and three rebounds. Unofficially for Axdell, 12 of 46. So they shot about 26% in the ball game. They were two of 11 from three-point range, so 18% there. And really not a whole lot better from the free-throw line. They were eight of 20 for 40 points. Really poor shooting here for Axdell. One of the reasons why they uh, fall here by a final of 56 to 34. Rebounds, I had dead even, 32 rebounds apiece for these uh, two squads. And turnovers uh, were uh, pretty even as well. Uh, Elm Creek winning at 56 to 34. And the uh, turnover margin, I'm having trouble getting up on my computer at the moment. I'll come back to that. Oh, now I've confused my computer. Uh, I can tell you that uh, Axtell... Yeah, as uh, their next action will be at Lawrence Nelson on Saturday. Axdell now falls to 5-7 and seven on the year. For Elm Creek, they are now 10-2. and two. They'll play host to Kennesaw on Saturday night. 23 turnovers for Axdell, 17 here for Elm Creek. They did clean it up a little bit to Elm Creek in that second half. They also got a tremendous performance from Claire Cornell, who finishes with 26 points and 12 rebounds. Allison Bauer with 14 points and 6 rebounds. Whitney Bauer hit a couple of three-pointers. She's got 6 points and 4 boards in the game. Haley Stone had a nice performance. She finished with 4 points and 5 rebounds. Morgan Sint with a couple of points. Asia Areta with 2 points and 3 rebounds. Maddie Hollowell with uh, 2 points and a rebound here in the game as well. Unofficially, Elm Creek was 22 of 60 from the floor, so they were about 37% shooting from three-point range. They were 4 of 25 for uh, about 16%, and from the free-throw line, they were pretty solid. They were 8 of 12 from the line, 80% there, and uh, again, rebounding dead even. Both teams with 32 rebounds, according to my numbers, and uh, again, Elm Creek improves now to 10 and 2 on the season with a 56 to 34 win over Axtell. Well, that's going to do it for our New West Sports Minutes and North Peak Surgery postgame show. Of course, coming up in about 17 minutes or so, we'll have the boys' game. We'll be back with our pregame. We'll tip it off in about 17. We'll be back with our pregame in about 10 minutes here on the ESPN Superstation. Once again, in Axtell, Elm Creek with a 56-34 to win over the Wildcats. We'll return with the boys' game coming up next right here on ESPN 1460, KXPN, Kearney, Axtell, and Elm Creek. Just like your car, your home's mechanical system needs a periodic wellness check, too. Get this scheduled today by calling Anderson Brothers Electric Plumbing and Heating. An annual service agreement will entitle you to a complete heating and cooling system check, once in the spring and once in the fall. Kelly and the crew take great pride in the work they do and catching problems before they happen, so you can stay comfortable all season long. Call Anderson Brothers today in Kearney at 236-6437 or in Holdridge at 995-4481 or go to andersonbros.com. Oh, I can't believe it. Are you kidding me? Out here in the middle of nowhere, Mom and Bramps will kill me. What's that girl? Call Carney Towing and Repair? Because they'll get us home from anywhere? But I don't have their number. 308-236-9951. Thanks, girl. 24-hour towing. Certified repair. No matter why, no matter where. 308-236-9951. Lock it in. Carney Towing and Repair. 
South Central Diesel of Holdridge has over 100 years of diesel fuel injection experience and has been putting customer relationships first since 1971. They are factory authorized to repair all types of diesel fuel injection systems and have a full-service drive-in repair facility to repair your diesel Ford, Chevy, or Dodge pickup. SCD's factory trained technicians are committed to providing the best service to their customers. Stop by 115 South East Avenue in Holdridge for all your diesel pickup repairs, pumps and injectors, diesel performance parts, and turbochargers. Or call them at 1-800-228-8482 to put them to work for you. Today, more and more people are insuring their homes with us through Auto Owners Insurance. I'm Dave Challey at Barney Insurance. We'll provide low-cost, quality protection, claim service second to none, and if you insure both your home and car through Auto Owners Insurance, you'll qualify for additional premium discounts. Stop by or give us a call at 237-2222. We're Barney Insurance. Time is the true test of endurance. Barney Proceeding has been a KXPN Sports production brought to you by the KXPN Sports Club. To download this podcast or any of our podcasts, go to our podcast link at ESPNSuperstation.com. Thing that he thinks will make teams actually follow the Rooney rule. If you're going to do just a monetary fine,